Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. In today's video, we're gonna go over hidden taxes that your CPA may not be letting you in on. I understand that many taxpayers have great relationships with their accountants, but sometimes your accountant is not letting you know about these little hidden taxes that end up causing big ripple effects in the income you get to receive. I want you to understand how to be a savvier taxpayer, and sometimes that it requires you to extend past the everyday knowledge that you're getting in your CPA's office and going to acquire information that the wealthy individuals have. Today, we're gonna to go over five hidden taxes that you should know about and how you can strategically plan to avoid them in 2021. In order for us to dive into this, I want you guys to know that there are certain taxes, even if you're a W-2 taxpayer, that you have to understand. And they're hidden taxes that we don't even know about as taxpayers. One of the areas that taxpayers really get killed that they don't even know about is when they're making retirement contributions. I love taxpayers who take it upon themselves to have Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, grow tax-free money, grow money tax advantage. But sometimes when you're making contributions to these IRAs, we aren't realizing that there's an income threshold to making contributions to our Roth and traditional IRAs. Guys, let's talk about the first tax that we could end up being subject to by not understanding the thresholds with the Roth and traditional IRA. By now, you probably know that the Roth IRA and traditional IRA has a limitation of $6,000. This is a contribution that you can make on a yearly basis if you qualify for it. But if you're over the age of 50, you can also make a contribution of $7,000. One thing to know about the Roth and the traditional IRA is that many individuals are utilizing them, but many individuals are unaware of is that there is a tax associated with over contributing to your Roth or your traditional IRA. There is a 6% tax on all income in excess of the $6,000 that you contribute into your Roth or traditional IRA that you will pay taxes on if this amount of money is not removed from your individual retirement account by the time you file your tax returns. This can result in a big tax bill for you, especially if you made sizable contributions into your IRA. Many taxpayers are unaware that they have this limitation on putting money into their IRA. They think they could just move money over and maybe the next year it'll reflect into the tax deduction that they're looking to receive. That's false. And unfortunately, if you don't remove that money back out of your IRA prior to you filing your tax return, you will pay a 6% tax on the excess amount that should have never been placed there. It's important for us to just know these limitations because we could be in a place where we're paying tax that could have been avoided. The next tax that I wanna make sure that you guys are aware of is net investment income tax. Let's talk about what net investment income tax is. Net investment income can come from interest, dividends, capital gains, or rental or royalty income. And net investment income is a tax that most taxpayers are unaware of until after they paid it. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about what it is. The government has created a net investment income tax to collect more tax dollars on individuals that have tons of investment income. The net investment income tax rate is 3.8% and it applies to any income that's investment income that you earned as a married individual over $250,000. That's gonna be subject to that 3.8%. Now, if you're single, any net investment income that you've had in excess of $200,000 will be subject to the net investment income tax. And if you happen to file married filing separate, any investment income that you earn in excess of $150,000 will be subject to 3.8% in net investment income tax. Now, this could be a shocker to you and something that you weren't prepared for, but if you are someone that's doing tax planning, then you can avoid this net investment income tax by strategically getting your net investment income to be underneath these thresholds on your tax return or by strategically planning with your advisor. Now, this next tax that I'm gonna tell you guys about might be one that shocks you. It's called additional Medicare tax, and you will pay additional Medicare tax if you happen to earn high income. There is a 0.9% additional Medicare tax when you are married filing joint, 
and your adjusted gross income exceeds $250,000. This 0.9% kicks in immediately. And if you're someone that is filing a tax return single, then it kicks in for you at $125,000 AGI. Knowing this right away can help you understand how to manage your money. You might be someone that might be right on the cusp of having to pay into this additional Medicare tax. So we wanna be strategic as taxpayers. Maybe we have some additional deductions that can prevent us from paying into the 0.9%. Maybe there's some additional strategies that we can implement such as making a retirement contribution that helps us avoid these higher income tax brackets and this additional Medicare tax. So just becoming a savvier taxpayer can allow for us to make maneuvers to avoid additional taxes. The next hidden tax is self-employment tax, but it really shouldn't be hidden to you. If you're a self-employed individual, you're gonna pay your own taxes. But self-employment tax happens to be the one tax that's a shocker for many new business owners. Self-employment tax is 15.3%. And what makes up self-employment tax is Social Security and Medicare. Social Security tax in 2021 is 12.4% and Medicare tax is 2.9%. When you combine these two together, you get roughly 15.3%. This 15.3% is taken on all net business income in addition to paying federal taxes to Uncle Sam, the IRS, and state taxes if you're in a state that taxes. Many business owners can transition to an S corporation if they're a sole proprietorship or an LLC to reduce their self-employment tax and take a payroll deduction. Please speak with my tax team if you have any questions on whether or not it makes sense to transition to an S corp. And last but not least is the age rules. There is a 59 and a half rule that we'll talk about and a 72 rule that we'll talk about. So the first rule we're gonna talk about is the 59 and a half rule. Many taxpayers understand that when they start a retirement account, that that means that it's for retirement. The money that you're putting inside of this account is gonna grow with the markets, and when you pull it out later, hopefully it's a lot bigger than what you put in. But one of the things that you have to understand is that when you try to access some of this money before the age of 59 and a half, that you'll have a penalty waiting for you, and the penalty is 10%. The government taxes taxpayers an additional 10% for dipping into their retirement accounts early. The money is already gonna be taxable to you, but having to pay an additional 10% can really hurt, especially if you're unaware of these consequences. One thing I want you to know is that right now in 2021, there is the CARES Act that's in place that allows for taxpayers to pull from their 401ks due to what occurred during coronavirus. If you were impacted by COVID-19 and you ran into some financial hardships, you can pull money from your 401k plan and pay that money back over the course of three years, avoiding the 10% penalty for pulling early. This gives you access to funds that you might really need to help grow or sustain where you're at. But understanding the 10% penalty is important because this does kick right back into place in 2022. And last but not least is the 72 rule. It used to be the 70 and a half rule. What this means is, is there's a rule that requires you to take money out of your individual retirement accounts and out of your 401k accounts. Money can't stay in your IRS for forever. And so the government has created a rule called the required minimum distribution. In the tax world, we call them RMDs. RMDs stand for Required Minimum Distributions. And when you get to 72, the government requires you to take a minimum distribution from your IRAs and from your qualified retirement plans. So many taxpayers are unaware that RMDs start to kick in, which means they're unaware that they're gonna have money coming to them and taxes that they're gonna have to pay. But we wanna know these rules ahead of time so we can be prepared. The required beginning date is April 1st of the year following the year in which the taxpayer reaches age 72. You are required to withdraw by December 31st. Part of the reason why this is such a big deal is because there's a 50% excise tax on the amount that you were supposed to distribute to yourself if you didn't do it. That is a huge, huge tax 
that goes back to the government. That's a shame because just having a little bit of knowledge and information, we can protect from avoiding this huge consequence, a huge amount going to the government that we worked so hard for. This is where you as a taxpayer who's watching this video, if you know that your parents aren't on YouTube, they're 70 years old, they're not clicking around on these videos, it is your responsibility to let them know about RMDs, required minimum distributions. It is your responsibility to sit down with them and ask them, do they have a plan on how they're gonna take their RMDs? That's gonna be taxable income to them if it's not in a Roth IRA. So we wanna plan for the tax now, but also make sure we understand the penalties ahead of time. My name is Carlton Dennis, and I've enjoyed creating this video for you guys today. If you got 1% smarter, I'd love for you to do something for me. Like, comment, subscribe. It'll help out the YouTube algorithm, and it'll give me more motivation to create another. I'll see you on the next video.